know, and that's basically it, you know, what, what I thought that came out of that game. Um, JT Daniels was supposed to maybe play a little bit, but the game never presented itself. The timing was never good to bring, you know, Daniels in. But, um, I, you know, I think they'll get, you know, the offense kind of rolling in, in uh, check for this week, so. Yeah, you know, I, I was, uh, I, I'm wondering if Modern Day is going to, you know, uh, really try to pound it all all season long. If, if, you know, how indicative that was. Was that just Modern Day going for a big win right out of the gate against, you know, a higher ranked team in the Pac-5 and they could snow the victory and, you know, they had to go for it. They thought they had the advantage on the ground and pound. Um, I think it says a lot about, uh, you know, the strength of their team. I think they really feel uh, good about you know, Frank Martin at left tackle. They ran a lot of stuff to Frank's side. Um, all their offensive linemen played really well. Um, so, you know, anyway, maybe maybe it was, you know, reflective of the strategy. There was so much talk by Modern Day in the offseason about, you know, all their, uh, you know, some of the quarterbacks that they got in and, you know, the, the quarterback competition, I should say, the the, the transfers of the, of the St. Brown brothers. And maybe they thought Amont wasn't a, a, expecting as much run game as they got. And, uh, and then, you know, you, Modern Day didn't have Osiris uh, St. Brown. He was out with a toe injury. That was another major weapon they didn't have on the, the pass attack. So maybe that's another reason why they had the ground attack, Scott. Yeah, I think pretty much they, they kind of went with the flow of the game. Um, I think they, they wanted to do a balance pretty much the rest of the night. But, but uh, they were getting, in the beginning, they were getting four, five, six. They were they were getting the yards running the ball, and I think when they realized that, that you know, the passing game wasn't there, that opening drive um, in the second half kind of dictated the rest of the game. They just took it and went down the field um, and scored, and then after that, you know, they I think they threw maybe two or three times the rest of this uh, the game, and I think you know they relied on the big men up front, and the offensive line did you know you know surprised me. Um, Tommy Brown, the sophomore, actually the three sophomores that Modern Day has played, all played well, and uh, Frank Martin did, did exceptionally well. Um, but I think that was kind of, you know, was being was expected. But um, having that youngsters in the in that in the starting lineup, pretty much, you know, and having dominated the line of scrimmage is a big plus for them to carry on from. All right. Well, before we move on, let's get a little. Uh Little comments from uh, Coach uh, Bruce Rollinson of Modern Day, who talked about uh, his quarterback, Matt McDonald, who started the junior, uh, son of uh, former USC All-American Paul McDonald. And we'll also talk about the freshman, JT Daniels. How did uh, how'd McDonald do, you think? That was his first career start, right? Yeah, that was his first career start. I thought he made some good throws. You know, you could tell his arm was all gassed up early in the, in the first half. You know, I thought we had some opportunities. But you're going to live with that, you know. He should get that much better. JT, just try to get him in the next game, basically? Yeah, exactly, exactly, you know. And, and you know, it, it, it's uh, he's a good quarterback, but, but I, I commend McDonald because he didn't go in the tank on the pick six. Yeah, you know? right. And that, that's huge. That's huge. You know, even here at the end, he has to learn. Yeah. We break the huddle. We say, we say, Mac, okay, if it's not there... Eden will punt and make him play on a long field. He tries to do a jump pass or something, and poor AJ fumbles the football. Yeah. So. And he's a good, he ran it well too, McDonald's today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what he can do. He can keep the play alive. Yeah. Thanks, Bruce.
Scott, we are back. Uh, you know, Modern Day wasn't the only team in the Trinity League that really kept it on the ground. I don't know if you caught this stat, but uh, Jay Sarah only, uh, ran, only uh, passed the ball three times in their big victory over uh, over Cabrillo of Long Beach. That was a pretty interesting game. Uh, only three times Jay Sarah, uh, reigning county champion in the, in the polls, uh, won 48 to 13 with only three passes. Uh, were you? Uh, I was. I mean, for a Trinity League team, only have three passes. I mean, it's not like not, you know, it's not like Jay Sarah has been you know known for that. Uh, you know, uh, just to run the team, uh, run the ball. But that seemed to come out of almost nowhere. I know they have some young quarterbacks, but that surprised me. Uh, what do you? What did you take on that, Scott? Uh, you know, they played Cabrillo, so I wasn't so sure. You know, I wasn't sure. Um, you know, when I saw the score and I saw we saw the box scores, and then I saw some of the film later on on that, and they pretty much, you know, just moved the ball at will. I, I, I think with the young quarterbacks, they kind of want to run the ball first and then set up with the pass. But seeing as they just ran the ball, they kind of wanted to get in, get out, get out with the win, get everybody out healthy. Um, I think, I think Williams, the running back, I think. Carried three carries, if I'm not mistaken, 116 yards. Um, and then again, seeing that they only threw three passes. But their situation is a little bit different. You know, they're probably going to be want to run the ball control offense because they don't have the skill set, the receivers, the depth that all, you know, say Modern Day has or Bosco has. So they're going to want to have to go with, um, you know, kind of, you know, use that, utilize their offensive line because that's their strength. Um, and then basically just kind of have a ball control offense and then hopefully just, you know, play defense. So until those young quarterbacks can step up and then the, the receivers can, you know, start making plays and, and um, go forward with that. Yeah, and I think the uh, freshman quarterback you mentioned last week that you were pretty high on, I believe he played in the second half, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for Jay Sarah in that game. Uh, they started uh, Riley O'Brien in that game. I think he threw two passes in the first half, and then I think the freshman threw one pass in the uh, in the second half. Yeah, and let's, I wasn't sure if he was going to actually, you know, be up with the varsity or if he was going to play down. Um, that was one of the question marks, but obviously they're probably going to, you know, want to get him, get, get experience, um, get that first varsity game under your belt is huge, so um, I'm probably we'll see more things out of him as, you know, as the city progresses itself, like. Yeah. Hey, what did you think of the uh, the Orange Lutheran? Uh, they had a close call against uh, Dominguez, pretty low scoring game. Uh, Orange Lutheran did win. But uh, Dominguez is, I guess, returned to the double wing, and they played Orange Lutheran pretty close. It was 7-7 at halftime. Uh, Dominguez ended up running for 230 yards on uh, 52 carries. You know, that double wing can be tough, you know, a matchup, especially in the, uh, the first game of the season. But uh, did you have any thoughts on, on that first game uh, by Orange Lutheran? I mean, I was surprised by the score. And that was kind of you know startling um, that it was against Dominguez, you know that they that it was it was seven seven and a half. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to take away. I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from that game. I mean, as far as thinking that the Orange Lou is you know struggling, you know this week against Crespi is going to be more of a tell tell sign. You know, you know that game is going to be similar to this game because Crespi only threw two passes in their game. So. Um, but what was surprising was the fact that Northington threw the ball rather than 
I think he was 10 of 14 for 181 yards and a touchdown. So they kind of moved the ball throwing. They didn't have somebody had more passing yards than they did rushing. So that's kind of surprising. That was the only surprising uh, thing that come my my mind. So. All right, yeah, then that score was 21-13. Uh, Orange Lutheran got the win on the road. Uh, for me, it was a little a little concerning. When you look at the rest of the, the Orange Lutheran schedule, you know, starting with this week, it's it's tough. I think it would have been a little bit more confidence boosters uh, boost for the Lancers if they could have got something a little bit more impressive going. Um, they're going to have a you know tough one uh, this week. Uh, they're on the road again, but. Uh, so I, I think, you know, I, I thought yeah, I thought it would have been uh, ideal, uh, more ideal for the Lancers to get a little bit more of a clear-cut victory. But, you know, victory is going to be a victory. And, uh, you know, they're, they're hard to come by. You know, Lancers uh, didn't win a ton of games because they played such a tough schedule, non-league. And, I mean, they, and, and obviously in-league is going to be tough to get them. They didn't get any last year. So you got to take the victories when you can get them. So, um, but, yeah, LJ... Uh, did, did well, and you know that kind of is a nice segue, uh, uh, Scott. We can talk about some of our uh, players of the week. Uh, why don't we uh, run down uh, each of the Trinity League schools and, and mention uh, who we were impressed with last week? Why don't we start with St. John Bosco? If you had to pick a player of the week for Bosco and their uh, seventy-six to eight victory over La Mirada, uh, who did you like out of that game? I mean, obviously, you got to go to, with Quinn Davis just for the numbers that he put up. Um, he set Bosco's single game passing record, which is kind of unheard of with Rosen and all the other quarterbacks that they've had there, so that was kind of surprising. Um, and then defense, I mean, I would just say their entire defense, basically, because they, they kept, I mean, Lamarana scored the first, you know, 8-0, got the two-point conversion, and then after that, they just got shut down. So, you know, I, mean, I would just echo the whole entire defense on that pick. Yeah. Yeah, Quentin, uh, Quentin Davis, a senior, 18 of 22 for 363 yards, six touchdowns. I wrote a blog uh, yesterday that I thought that was bad. This is bad news for the Trinity League uh, you know, competitors uh, from Orange County because, you know, if you think and with Rosen out of there at UCLA now, starting at UCLA, it would, things would get a little bit easier for the, for the Orange County Trinity League teams. But looks like this guy's pretty locked in with a lot of weapons. Keep an eye on. Yes, he um, 
Bond, and it was uh, Cole they put on Sydney. So that was the uh, the matchup there. And I agree with you, Lamar had career highs for touchdowns in a game, and uh, uh, you know, buck thirty uh, rushing yards was also a career high. And before we move on, let's hear from uh, Brandon Lamar. Uh, he was one of my picks for under the radar kind of guy this year, and I think uh, yeah, it was certainly a really good start for Brandon Lamar. It was pounding the ball, dominating on the line. Your line was great for you as well. Yeah, they they really stepped up, especially with the right side being you know majority sophomores. Yeah. So I mean, we we told ourselves you know we're not going to use the excuse that we have a bunch of young players. Yeah. So we told them you know you got to grow up fast, and I, they definitely did that tonight. Yeah. Um, All right, Scott. Let's wrap it up with our players of the week. Uh, who do you have from uh, Santa Margarita? And um, they had a big victory down at Cathedral Catholic.
Well, the some of the Trinity League teams this week. You got Servite one and zero against uh, Bat going to Bishop Vermont zero and one. Of course, you got Jay Sarah one and zero going uh, to Chino Hills, who's, who won their opener. They uh, they beat uh, Ayala thirty one nothing. You got uh, Orange Lutheran one and zero going to Crespi one and zero. We talked about that a little bit. Modern Day one and zero playing host to Tesoro one and zero at the Santa Ana Bowl. Tesoro coming off an impressive. It was 35-16 victory over Edison in their opener. Devon Monster was the uh, OC Varsity uh, uh, Player of the Week on offense. They actually had the, the Defensive Player of the Week as well, this kid, uh, Evegas, a uh, defensive lineman. And then the last game of the night uh, on Friday this week, September 4th, Santa Margarita 1-0 going to 0-1 Santiago of Corona. Uh, the Sharks out there in Corona coming off a... A tough loss to Redlands, 44-13. Oh, I'm sorry, and I actually forgot one the other game. You got um, St. John Bosco playing host to uh, 1-0 Norwalk uh, at Veteran Stadium. And that's a 7.30 kickoff on Friday. Uh, Norwalk coming off a uh, 34-14 victory over Bell, uh, L.A. City section uh, team. But I think there's a couple very key games that are going to, kind of like you said, Scott, are going to be more telling for Trinity League teams. And the guys that I'm thinking of, it's, it's going to be a litmus test for Jay Sarah, Orange Lutheran, and Sir White. Yes, indeed. Um, who did Jay Sarah have? Chino Hills, you said? Chino Hills. That one's going to be an interesting one. Um, I, I, you know, if, if, if Jay Sarah can, can you know, play solid defense and be able to run the ball, they're going to be in, in with that ball game. That's going to be a tough. That's going to be a tough matchup for them. And then the Olu Crespi. I'm going to go with Crespi. And then the other last game was, what was the last game you mentioned? Um, Survey, going to Bishop Vermont, and I think uh, Mont, Steve Fryer, you know, made a nice point, I thought, earlier this week. He thinks that Mont's going to be super upset and very motivated, you know, after their modern-day loss where maybe they got, you know, maybe a French Fryer alluded to and, you know, thought that, you know, Bishop Mont's conditioning wasn't up to par. They got out-conditioned by modern day, and they're going to be having something to prove against their life. Yeah, I, in the beginning, I probably would have had taken a month. I think I'm still going to lean with the month, but that's, you know, it's very intriguing with Servac, the way they threw the ball. Now, if they can throw the ball against a month, and then watch out, you know, Trinity League, because maybe, you know, Lytle and company is for real, because uh, uh, a pretty solid in their secondary. Um, they have the, the two corners that they have. They did a pretty good job over there against Modern Day receiving set. They made, made, made Modern Day struggle a little bit. Um, but I'm going to stay with the lot on that one. Yeah, that one cornerback, um, whose name will escape me, but he was number eight. He's a Gaston. Yeah, he's about 6'3", senior. I know he's got the offer from Arizona State. Modern Day paid this kid a heck of a lot of uh, compliments and respect. They, he was the kid that they matched up with A.J. Um, and uh, A.J. Collins, modern day, uh, tall receiver, and they really did not challenge him very much at all. I thought they, they would maybe at least uh, let A.J. try to out-jump this kid, but I thought modern day stayed away, and the one time they uh, they tried to get a quick sideline pass, it was a pick six, but that kid, that I, and, and Rollinson was really... Uh, paid, you know, seem to be uh, congratulating him after the game. I thought they really liked that kid. 
played very, he did play very well, um, and, um, and he didn't get a whole lot of recognition because based on the, the outcome of the game, but everybody, you know, who you know, watched the film again and he watched those matchups, you know, he did cover, he locked down a lot of the modern receivers, which made it modern day struggle, part of why they struggled throwing, so, um, what do you think about Modern Day Tesoro? I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, Modern Day is gonna match up with the Von Monster. Maybe some people, you know, the Von Monster might be the, the best kid on the field at times. I mean, I think maybe the Modern Day uh, fans will say, hey, well, how about uh, Curtis Robinson? I wonder how much they can get Robinson on him as, you know, Robinson being an outside linebacker. I mean, how much can that matchup really happen? Uh, I wonder how Modern Day is gonna handle a uh, pretty good offense. Um, by uh, Devon Monster, and he's got a lot of good receivers. Yeah, that, that'll be, you know, good old Eric Johnson's modern defense. Um, he always seems to have come up with the packages, you know, to, to contain or shut down, you know, these players. Um, we'll see if, if they're able to continue that this week. Um, Monster will be the best, probably, athlete in man Curtis probably on the field. You know, whether or not, you know, he runs or whether he throws, you know, that they're going to have to contain him. Um, and again, the, you know, the secondary is going to have to do their, you know, do their job on, on the receivers. Um, but the other interesting side story to that is the 10 sacks that Tesoro got against Edison um, and that Chrissy Vegas had five of them. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where he is matched up if they put him on Frank Martin or if they match him up on the other side with the sophomore, Tommy Brown, who, I mean, he's just picked up steam. He's picked up a lot of chatter this past week um, across all these Internet boards um, and, and recruiting services. Um, they really like his upside. So that's, that's going to be a test whether, um, you know, Vegas – you know, whichever side he lines up or, or however they, you know, they, you know, want to utilize him, um, get the pass rush is definitely, um, it's probably going to give us cop Marty's attention as far as, you know, showing up the protections this week if they choose to throw the ball or, or um, you know, work you know, decide to run the ball, so. Yeah, and the other thing Day can uh, also is going to have to pay attention to, I mean, obviously Osiris St. Brown could be back on the, on the pass attack, as we mentioned, and then uh, uh his top running back, Anthony Batista, did not play against uh, Edison, um, so he was out with an injury, uh, so we'll see if he comes back, so it should be a, a dandy of games. Is that where we're going to be at, Scott, on Friday? Yes, I will, Dan. All right, man. Uh, Friday night, I'm going to be at Tustin and Foothill. I'm taking in some uh, some uh, city rival type guys playing. There's a lot of players I want to see at this game. So I won't be at a Trinity League uh, game this Friday, but uh, I'm sure we'll be texting and we'll be, uh, I'll be looking for all these scores. So, uh, Sky, you know, great insight once again. You got you got me some things i got to work on. I'm going to be getting off the phone here and texting uh Coach Scott Meyer about their quarterback, so I appreciate that tip, man. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you straight out. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Dan. So, great talking to you once again, Scott, and I look forward to talking to you next week, and uh, and uh, enjoy that game out Friday with uh, Modern Day and Tesoro. I bet you'll be pretty crowded over at the Bowl. Yeah, it should be rocking again. It should be another uh, great uh, turnout at the Bowl. Um, and it's, you know, obviously, I think it's the top OC game of the week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, uh, 
So we'll see. And then, you know, I'm interested to see how everybody else does this week. I mean, each week, like I said, every week, it's, 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 it's just going to be a fun year, so. For sure. Well, thank you, uh, Scott, and uh, thank you for the listeners who've uh, joined us again this week. And uh, everybody, enjoy those training league games uh, this uh, this week. And uh, we'll talk to you next week, Scott. All right, Dan. Thanks a lot.